Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today to have with me Pastor John Weiss, formerly from the Chicago area, now pastoring in the Tampa, Florida area at Revelation Oaks Church. And you can reach Pastor John at gorock.life. That's G-O-R-O-C period life. We're excited about having Pastor here. We'll just go to prayer and hear from Pastor John. Father, thank you for speaking through Pastor John today. We come hungry for what you have. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Hey, I'm glad to be here. You know, I wanted to share, just hear a little bit of a beginning of my testimony. And the testimonies, the Bible says we can overcome by the word of our testimony. And I think it's so important that people not just remember their testimony, write it down. Remember the details, let God show you things and share with you the parts that maybe you did forget, but use those testimonies. It's not a word if you didn't speak it. It's not a word if it's not written down. Take that testimony from a thought and put it down somewhere. Use that testimony. It will help you overcome. And more importantly, almost, it will help other people overcome. So my testimony starts very young. I was raised in a Christian household. I was saved when I was two years old. I remember it. I remember the couch I was sitting on. I remember... Uh, sitting on my mom's lap. I remember the conversation. I remember feeling so convicted. And I would tell her, tell me the story of Jesus and the needles, you know, the the thorns and the crown of thorns. I called them the needles. And I wanted to hear that story. And as at two years old, I remember still to this day, the feeling of conviction of I don't want to miss what this is. And I remember asking her if I could get saved. I remember having the conversation with her and doing the prayer with her at two. And you would think like, Wow, raised in a Christian household, parents that were pastoring since I was, you know, five years old, that I'm going to have this life, or if you hear my testimony, that you're going to think this is always going to be this golden everything works testimony, and it's just not the case. And it normally is not the case for any Christian, because that's like saying you're not going to go through war, you're not going to go through battle, it's going to be easy for you. And I feel like those kind of Christians just never read their Bible. Was it easy and wonderful and there was no battle for Israel? Was it easy and wonderful? Name one of God's people. It was easy and wonderful. Name, how about Jesus Christ? Yeah. How easy and wonderful was it for him his whole life? Yeah. Most Christians nowadays, honestly, if you heard the story of Jesus, didn't know it was Jesus, you'd point fingers at him and tell him he failed because you went home early. Yeah. The truth is there is difficulty along the way. The journey is not always easy. And the, the problem ends up being us, of course, our flesh. Amen. But I was raised right. I was taught right from being young and I knew better. Little things sent me off into the world. So in my teens, I was from the inside out from church. I was upset at the people of God. I was upset at the elders and the deacons, the way they would treat my parents. I was there at my home watching my parents cry over things the people in the church would do. And it so bothered me. I felt like these people don't have honor. These people don't have respect and I don't want anything to do with these people. So it drove me off into the world in my teens. The hurt that I had watching the sheep mistreat the shepherd. And I started chasing things in the world. The first thing you normally chase as a young boy was young girls. So I started chasing them out of the church. Then it was alcohol, drugs, violence. And I went into it. I always tell people, I said, I was a bad guy. I don't look like a bad guy. I was a bad guy back then. You know, you tell people you were violent and they think that you had arguments. I was not very argumentative. I was very physical. I got in physical arguments all the time. I have scars all over my body from physical (laughs) arguments. I have a little smiley face on my knuckle from when I jumped over a counter and I beat a guy's face and threw a pizza pan that had all the little circles on it. And that's why I have a little smiley cut and then his tooth stuck in the bone of my knuckle where it made a little one-eyed smiley face. (laughs) I was a rough guy, you know, very addicted to alcohol. I didn't just 
do drugs. You know, I was very involved in that throughout Chicago. A bad guy, you know, for about six years of my life. I was shot twice during those six years. I was stabbed three times. I was not a good guy, and I was not in good places. Wow. Very rough, not just around the edges, but in general kind of person when God finally reached me. And, and what I want to get at with this point, what I'm really trying to say is, I was raised right. I came from a great place. But I can tell you this, it doesn't matter just where you came from. As a matter of fact, to God, that doesn't matter at all. What really matters, what matters the most is where are you going? And what are you going to do about it now? You could have been raised poor. I was. You could have been raised wealthy. doesn't matter. You could have been raised in a caste system. I see people like this all the time in other countries, especially uh, where they have no hope. You know, you go to an orphanage in the middle of nowhere. Those kids normally have no hope. That doesn't matter to God. Mm-hmm. He can bring hope to those kids, and he can bring hope to you. Uh, you might think that you have messed it up so bad there's no fixing it. I had that feeling. I lived with that feeling that I'm the worst in my family. I'm the black sheep. There is no reason for redemption. And I'm telling you guys, there is a self-hate that goes on before you ever hate someone else. Uh, there is a self-loathing, a kind of disappointment that you have to have in yourself before you ever do that to other people. So if you're going to cross those lines, it starts in you. And I had crossed those lines. That's why I could be so violent. That's why I was such a a wild person that way. And God touched me. I was at a house. It was late at night. I had, I've told people this testimony. I had DMX playing in my car. It was a very nice car because of what I did. I had big subs. It was very loud. It was late at night and I was visiting two girls and I was in their driveway. And in that car, late at night, DMX's voice on my stereo, I heard my name. And I thought it was a drug flashback or a, who knows what it was. Mm-hmm. But I got out of the car and I was scared. And, uh, you know, the hair was up in the back of my neck and I didn't know what it was going on. I was just, you know, scared. And I went back in the car and I rewound the CD and played it again from where it was. And it wasn't there. And I kind of relaxed and went, oh, wow, you know, that was a weird deal, whatever that was. As soon as I relaxed, the moment I relaxed, in DMX's voice, it's still one of the weird things to me. It was in the voice of the guy that was on the CD. Wow. God started speaking to me, said my whole name, and then told me what I was going to go do. And I knew that moment. It wasn't a, all this could be. I called up my drug dealer guy, and you know, I said, hey, everything just changed just now. And at that moment, he said, Something weird just happened. And I thought, well, did you see me? Were you here? I didn't know you were here. And out his window, he saw this light that went out and it went from his house over his car and then it stood over his car for a minute and it went down and and sat on his car. And he said, it's the weirdest thing, whatever this was. And I told him what happened to me. And I said, we need to go to church tomorrow. Like we need a place quick. And it was a Thursday back in 99. The next day we went over to my father's church, Dr. George Evans and... Dr. Roy Hicks were both at that church doing a wind and fire conference for my father. And I went there with my drug dealer buddy and we sat there in the church and Dr. Hicks called us out from the group, you know, during his preaching, just said, Hey, you two come here. And I thought, Oh God, (laughs) like we were the last two at the time I had tattoos all over my arms, chest, back, you know, all around me. And I looked like, I looked as rough as I was. And he called us up there. That didn't matter to him. That's when I found out God doesn't care. We are the ones. We're the ones that care. God doesn't care. Doesn't care what you look like. Doesn't care where you came from. Doesn't care what you've been in. Wow. That's not what God cares about. But he cares about you. And 
when he called us up, he literally set us into you're going to do this ministry. And it's the same thing God had told me on the stereo, you know, off the CD player the night before. And from that moment, that's what we did. We did the ministry and we chased after that ministry. You know, people see me now from those days. And I tell this testimony not because I'm proud of it. And people say, well, you say that testimony, you don't seem affected by that, you know, super emotional about this past that you had and the people that you've hurt. And I tell them, I'm so detached from that person because that person died. That's people don't understand. I'm so far from that person that that person died and that is not who I am anymore. God has completely redeemed me. And people even see I don't have tattoos all over me anymore. It was about two and a half years to three years, and they all faded into scars, and then they went from scars to nothing. So the only scars I have are ones I have from bullets or knives or fighting. But I have no tattoos, and I'm not an anti-tattoo guy for people. You have them. But I had bad tattoos. They weren't cheery, hearts, and circly fun. They were bad, violent ones that were burned in some of them, stitched in some of them, uh, needled in some of them. God fully redeemed me out of what I felt like was a dead end. So there is no way you are at a dead end god can't reach you at it does not matter how dark your world seems where you came from and it doesn't matter if you fumbled that ball and knew better and had better god will still redeem you praise god we're out of time for today we wouldn't mind praying amen thank you lord for this word god of encouragement help this to bless someone's life god that person it's that that individual if it's one person out there who hears this and goes maybe there is hope for me Let this word ring true for their life. God, touch their life, touch their heart, and bring them back. We claim that redemption of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Pastor John. And if you want to contact his ministry again, you can do so at gorock.life, G-O-R-O-C. And you can contact our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.